0: This is On The Tee with Anita Marks.
1: Come in, On The Tee! What does that mean? We're talking golf, yes. Golf season is still in full effect. We've got the 3M happening right now. We're heading into, obviously, the uh, the Sunday final round uh, at the TPC Twin Cities in Minnesota. Tony Finau uh, trying to defend his title. He's sitting six shots back. Uh, and uh, And uh, like I said, Golf season is still in full effect. We've got the Wyndham Championships coming up. And then, of course, really exciting, the FedEx Cup Championship Series that starts August 10th uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Then you've got your top 70 who tee it up there. And then, of course, it moves to your top 50 who make their way to the BMW Championships in Illinois. That will be played at the Olympia Fields Country Club. And then it will all end at the Tour Championship as always East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta, Georgia with your top 30 where they will crown a winner who will go home with 18 million dollars. Uh and then uh, it doesn't stop there. We've got the Ryder Cup coming your way September 29th through October 1st. So uh, still some 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 really fun golf to be played even though all four championships uh have completed. Uh we'll dive into some Ryder Cup talk. Uh, FedEx Cup as well uh we'll we'll share with you what the weather is uh, gonna be looking like this week a great week to go play golf that's for sure uh get you up to speed on the FedEx Cup point standings and all the good stuff uh, John Mascari head pro at Alpine Country Club who's actually get this and by the way we've got Tom and Joe who are producing the show um he's on vacation he's over in Europe and he's still he's he's still joining us on the program how cool well time difference does benefit him I said, I said, "Can you do 8 8:15?" 8. He's like, "Yeah, it'll, it'll be it'll be 1:15." Where where am at? I'm like, "Where are you?" He's in Sweden right now. So, uh so definitely the time change benefits him where it's not so early in the morning, but nonetheless excited to get uh to to get John on the program and then uh Keith Stewart from Read the Line is going to join us as well. So uh, two great guests. Phone lines are open if you so want to uh, chime in. 800-919-3776. I was on vacation last week. Brian Harmon brought home the championship uh, over there across the pond. So congrats to him. So uh, let's take a look, uh, before we start looking into, you know, the 3M, let's take a look at the championships, the major championships that have taken place this season. So uh, Brian Harmon, as we know, Royal Liverpool Golf Club in Hoylake, he wins the Open. He brings home $3 million, so great for Brian Harmon. Uh, U.S. Open, L.A. Country Club in Los Angeles, Wyndham Clark. Gosh, I, I I am all in on Wyndham Clark. I really am. what and, and what a what a phenomenal season he's having. I know I'm stating the obvious. Uh but just I, I feel like each I don't know about you guys, but like each and every year there's like what outside of Ricky Fowler, I know everybody knows I love me some Ricky Fowler. It's why I it, it's some way shape or form I'm always wearing or, or utilizing some type of shade of orange. Um but uh but each and every year there's 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 one golfer that kind of like grabs my heart, grabs me and 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 really I become uh, an immense fan and cheer them on. And in this season it definitely is is Wyndham Clark, that's for sure. Excited to see what he can do in the coming years on tour. PJ Championship at Oak Hill Country Club, uh, we know it was Brooks Kepka. Unfortunately, we don't see a lot of Brooks, a lot of the guys on the Lib Tour because uh no no substantial TV deal but uh, what a performance that was for Brooks Kepka. And, of course, going back to the Masters and, uh, and John Rahm winning at Augustus. So John Rahm, Brooks Kepka, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon, your four guys who won the majors this, this golf season. All right. Um, so, uh, so let's take a look. TPC Twin Cities. It is the 3M. And right now at the top leaderboard is Lee Hodges. He's 20 under. Dadagoff gives him a 79. Um it's it's kind of it's been fluctuating. Uh 78 79% chance of of winning this bad boy with a five shot lead over JT Poston. So Hodge's right now first in strokes game total, uh he's gained uh 5.60 strokes on the field. Uh first in strokes game T to Green, third putting and second in approach. So just a, a very well-rounded game that he's brought to Minnesota, that's for sure. Now, a few things here. He's gone wire to wire. Came in on Thursday, ended up one stroke lead on the leaderboard. And uh, and now again, he's sitting here with a five-stroke lead when 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 this tournament began on on Thursday morning, his odds were 110 to 1. 110 to 1. Imagine that. So um, so now he's sitting at minus 350. Um, so for me, that ship has sailed, right? Uh, a few things here. If he does win this, this will be his first win on tour. He's, he's never won before. And so there's that. And in each and every Sunday, you know, I talk about it. It's one thing to be the hunted. It's another to be the hunter especially when you've never won on tour before. There's also the pressure of the FedEx Cup standings, and one would say, well, he really doesn't have a lot of pressure because he's sitting at 74. Um, even if he does finish second, it's going to catapult him into uh, the top 70, and, uh, and he will be teeing it up uh, starting uh, in, in Illinois with, with, the, with the FedEx Cup uh, tournament when when it begins. So there's that. He doesn't have the pressure of oh I have to win to make sure he's 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 comfortable there. He did speak to the media uh, after his his round yesterday, where he had five birdies on the back nine, really really impressive. Uh, it was five under yesterday, and he said I don't f- I I really don't have a lot of nerves. I'm gonna go out to dinner. I'm gonna spend some time with my wife. Go home. I, I do believe I'm going to get a good night's rest and um, and, and get ready for tomorrow. Uh, I I just I, I find that hard to believe, especially when you've got a golfer who potentially is uh, is about to win. It's, this is this is this is life changing. This is this is uh, you know this is arguably his biggest. This is his biggest day, his biggest four or five hours of his entire life to potentially win his first PGA Tour victory and, and, and all that that entails, right? So um, so there's that. You've got JT Poston, who is five shots back. Uh, they will be teeing off together. JT is plus 650 to win, if you so choose. But a guy that I'm looking at, and we saw this last year, right? And this has to be in the head of, of Hodges as well. Scott Piercy had a five-shot lead last year on Sunday. Shot a 64 on that. F- I'm sorry. He shot a 76. Sorry. He shot a 76 in that final round and ended up tied for fourth. Who won? Tony Fino. Shot a 67. Well, actually, um, this, this, this week, he has shot 67 or better all three days. Uh, again, he won last year. He was down five, came back and won last year. So, a few things: Hodges trying to win his first time on tour, uh, looking back and and seeing what happened with Scott Piercy last year, and the fact that Tony Finau was the dude who caught up to him to try to win. Tony Finau's got to be feeling really good. Hey, I've been in this situation before. Granted, I'm six shots back, but you know, I, I've 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 done it once. I could do it again. Hodges saying, boy, I don't want to be a Scott Piercy. I don't want to be 2023's Scott Piercy here at the 3M. I, I just think the mental aspect here is going to play a, a role. How could it not? We're only human. Uh, so at 8-1 to one, for Tony Finau, he's third in strokes gain total, five, fifth in strokes gained T to green, third around the greens, and six putting. That's where my money's flowing. Maybe I'll throw $10 on it, win $80 of Tony Finau. Um you know comes back and 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 upsets the apple cart here for Lee Hodges We'll see what happens, but that's how i'm rolling um, some of my uh, my my other favorite bets that are out there right now uh i i am looking at some matchups okay, so I do like Billy Horschel to beat streelman today in his final round matchup Billy Horschel sitting at one hundred and nineteenth in regards to the points race and fedex I, he he really needs. Uh, to to be aggressive today, I think he's going to be really firing at the sticks. So, uh, and he is uh, six in strokes gained total. Streelman, uh, not a not a not a fantastic round yesterday. Horschel beat Streelman yesterday. I expect him to do it again. So Billy Horschel right now is tied for fifth. I got him staying there, and you could get him to finish in the top five at plus two forty. Might be one of my favorite bets. And also, I got him be- beating Streelman today because. Uh, He's a vet. He knows what time it is. He knows he's got to be uber aggressive. So I got him be- beating Streelman, and you could get that at even money. And my other matchup that I like is Sam Ryder. I'm gonna fade him. He's sitting at 69 in the FedEx Cup standings. I think he's gonna play it safe today. I think he's gonna play it safe. He knows he's already made it in, especially where he's he's tied for fifth right now. He's 12 under. So I think he's going to play it safe and just play a very smart, um, conservative round today. So I, I like Kevin Mitchell. Minus 175. He He's fourth in strokes game putting and sixth in strokes game total. So I'm going to take Keith Mitchell over Sam Ryder at minus 145. I'm taking Billy Horschel over Streelman at even money. I'm taking Horschel to finish in the top five at plus 240. And just as a long shot at eight to one, Tony Finau looking to defend his title at the Twin Cities. He's gone 67 or better in his three rounds this week. So that's how I'm rolling here. Quick break. We come back. Uh, we'll have John Mascari join us from Sweden. How about that? Next, you're listening to On the T here on 98.7 ESPN.
2: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills
3: But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is On the tea with Anita Marks.
1: It is On the tea, Anita Marks with you on this beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning. I've got my windows open. It's the end of July, beginning of August. What is going on? We take you to the future where John Mascari is joining us. What time is it in Sweden, John?
3: It two seventeen right now in Stockholm, Sweden, the capital of Sweden.
1: There you go. So, so you're joining us from the future. That's fantastic. Um, so, so tell us before we start talking some golf, uh, tell us about your vacation. Cause from what I understand, you've been away for more than a week now.
3: No, I'm, I'm, I just, We just landed here about six hours ago. My son, Joe, is playing in a hockey tournament in Sweden and Finland over the next week. So it lined up with some vacation time I had. So here I am. You know, he's playing with the kids from all over the country, repping New Jersey. And uh, they're playing teams from all over Europe uh, this week.
1: Wow, that's fun.
3: Yeah. Should be cool.
1: When I grow up, I want to be like Joe. Um... Yeah, right? All right, well, go New Jersey. Go New Jersey in Sweden. Uh, enjoy that. Uh, by the way, this portion of the show brought to you by Juggernaut Hillside Cabernet Sauvignon, a wine that is fierce, brave, and delicious. Juggernaut Hillside Cabernet Sauvignon wine, harnessing the power of nature. And again, John Mascari, head pro at Alpine Country Club, joining us now from Sweden. How great is that? Um, are, are, have you been? Have you had an opportunity to tune into to the, the 3M? Hodges at the top leaderboard at 20 under JT Post and right behind him. Well, Not really five shots back at 15 under, but Tony Finau is lurking six shots back at 14 under. We saw him do it last year with Scott Piercy eight to one. Are you giving him a chance to do it again?
3: Oh man, I have been able to watch and you know, Tony, like you said, six back, but we were in the same situation last year where he was down five with only 11 holes to go before. As you mentioned, Scott Piercy tripped up and let Tony into the winner's circle. I can't see that happening again this year. I mean, I feel like Lee Hodges sleeping on now another lead, right? He had the 18-hole lead, the 36-hole lead, now the 54-hole lead, almost the largest lead on the PGA Tour this season, which was uh, six from uh, Russell Henley and Colin Morikawa in Hawaii, but almost. And uh, I think Tony, even though he's close, I think he's just a little bit too far in, and uh, I think we're going to see Lee Hodges take this. But I'd be more concerned with JT Posen than I would be with Tony Finau.
1: Really? Why?
3: Uh, man, I just feel like JT, 66, 66, 66. Bogey-free round yesterday. I love the way he's playing. He's been very smart on the golf course, taking advantage of the opportunity, especially when he has wedge in his hand. And he's been hot of late. T-6 at the John Deere. T-6 at the Scottish Open. He makes the cut at the Open Championship, finishes tied for uh, 41st. He's down on 38 straight holes without a bogey. It's a really good golf course for him. He's a great putter. Um, and listen, he's, he's looking at the FedEx, as, as you know, knows coming up quite soon. He's entering this week at 60th. I think his projection is somewhere around the high 40s. You know, as we you know, top 50 gets him all the way into that second leg. And just get the Eastlake is what he's thinking. But if anyone's going to catch uh, Lee Hodges, I think it's going to be Poston. But it's going to be tough to beat, man. He is just knocking down the flagsticks. Very impressed with how Lee is playing, especially on the back nine yesterday. So impressive.
1: So, so I, you know, I, I think one thing to talk about is Lee is looking for his first win on tour. He spoke to the media mm-hmm. yesterday after his uh, his Saturday round of five under – and was asked, you know, how nervous are you going to be heading into tonight, t- t- tomorrow's matchup? And he said, no, I'm going to go to dinner with my wife. I'll get a good night's sleep. I'll be fine. Are you buying that? I'm not.
3: No chance. Yeah. <laughs> I always think it's, it's, it's difficult to sleep with any lead. To do it three nights in a row is mentally and emotionally taxing. Um, he's been sturdy throughout the bag. He's just got to continue the uh, the play that he had yesterday. So it's going to be approached, but I don't buy it for a bit. I think he's, uh, I mean, he's never won. Literally, he's never been in second place on the PGA Tour. So this is new territory for him. But let's see what he's made of.
1: Um, big picture here as we get closer closer to the FedEx Cup point standings. Anybody, I'm I'm loving Wyndham Clark right heading into that. Uh, looking at, at at what the FedEx Cup point standings. Uh, are at right now. And I'll share that with you. Rom one, Scotty Scheffler, Rory, Max Homa, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon, Hovland, Bradley, Ricky Fowler. Yay. Go orange. Uh, and Tony Finau in the top 10. Some guys trailing Jason day, Nick Taylor, Cantley, uh, Shoffley, Hatton, a- a- anybody up there, More- Colin Morikawa sitting at 20. Anybody up there that you're looking that you're like, yeah, you know what? His game has been on point. And I'm going pl- to throw some futures odds on that being the dude who wins the, the $18 million.
3: I was really impressed by Keegan Bradley at the Travelers. I mean, it seems like it was forever ago. But I just love the way he put that tournament together. I know it was in his backyard, so he had a little extra juice running for it. And if I'm correct, I think he's probably in that, let's see, he's probably in the 15 or 16 area. Um, I, can, I can like him coming into the playoffs. Uh, we've seen a lot from Jason Day of late, Victor Hovland as well. Uh, we, we hope that Brian Harman can continue the play he showed at the Open. But, um, you know, it's, it's at a point now where we're getting to these elevated events at the end of the year where we can see some shuffling and, and getting into the first round of the playoffs coming up.
1: I, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Uh, that's for sure. Also, I wanted to tee up for you. Let's talk about what's going on with the Ryder Cup, right? Um, the Americans who definitely are going to be on the team, Scotty Scheffler, no no surprise there. That Wyndham Clark, Harmon, um, Shoffley, Cantlay, and then, of course, you've got some some captain picks as well. Um the Americans are favored by minus 180, minus 180 for the European team. It's Rory, Rahm, uh, McIntyre, Hovland, Hatton, Fleetwood. So right now, based on you know who you know that, that, that has qualified to, to represent the United States and Europe, this is taking place uh, September 29th, by the way. Uh, your, your thoughts on how strong you think the USA team is going to be?
3: Well, I I think you're kind of burying the lead a little bit there, Anita, where there's a month to go before Zach Johnson has to pick his team. So he gets the top six, then he makes six captain's picks. And looking at it, every $1,000 earned equals a point, right? And two of the four remaining events this season are these elevated events where its first prize is like around $3 million, so 3,000 points. So you can see a lot of change going on. Like, obviously – Tony Finau's finish this week is going to be great for him to vault him up the leaderboard. Um, you, you, you skipped over Brooks Kepka when you were going down that list, right? He's fourth. He's not going to play in any events that qualify for points, so he might get jumped by other players behind him. Is he going to fall out of that top six as an automatic pick and become possibly a captain's pick? And then you've got guys like I mentioned, Keegan Bradley. You've got guys like... Um, Ricky Fowler, Colin Morikawa, Sam Burns, and, of course, JT, Justin Thomas, who has been on a roller coaster of late. We saw him uh, miss the cut once again this week at the 3M, and he is struggling right now. Um, You know, you would think that that's someone who's an automatic. Whether he's in the top six or not, he would be a captain's pick, and I think he's putting a lot of stress on Captain Zach Johnson to – pick him because of his poor play of late. Um, he's, he's made the tour championship seven years in a row. We know he's represented the last two Ryder Cups. He's been six, two, and one. So obviously uh, stalwart on those Ryder Cup teams. But a month is a long time, right? A lot can change. So as, as we get closer to that, it'll be interesting to see how everything kind of shakes out. But I don't really think Captain Zach Johnson can go wrong with any picks. I think everyone on that maybe top fifteen is is a talented player. And let's see if the US could finally get back to winning a Ryder Cup on European soil. Come on, guys.
1: <laughs> Where you are right now, joining us from Sweden. I I, I love it. Um, some unbelievable weather here today, by the way, John, your golf course, uh, I'm, I'm sure is, is going to be jam packed. It's, it's 60, it's like 66, 65, 66 out right now. I've got my windows open, not a cloud in the sky. Highs today are supposed to be 76. And yes, it, it, it is the end of July, beginning of August. Can you believe it? Yeah,
3: it was so hot the last few days. We had a big tournament on Friday and Saturday. We played 27 holes on Friday. It felt like 105 degrees outside. Uh, we really had to take care of the golfers, making sure they were staying hydrated. So nice to hear that the heat is broken. And it's, it's pretty much the same weather here in Stockholm. It's, um, you know, high 60s, low 70s, a little overcast. But it stays light here really late, you know, because of how north we are. So it should be interesting tonight if I can get my – internal clock all put back together
1: um well always great having you on we so appreciate you joining us from sweden that's also that's awesome go joe uh represent new jersey uh over there um in sweden in hockey that's awesome you're a cool dad and uh and get home safe
3: all right thank you very much See you guys soon
1: you got it Uh, again uh, john mescary head pro at alpine country club joining us uh that's awesome How how cool is that, guys? Right? Like, uh, being a a young lad representing your state in Sweden playing hockey. Does it get any cooler than that?
0: Not at all. I can't think of something that would top that, especially, you know, at that age.
1: Right? Anyway. All right. Quick break. We come back. We'll continue to get you ready for the final round of the 3M taking place in Minnesota. Keith Stewart will join us as well. Anita Marks with you on this beautiful Beautiful. Hopefully you're heading out there to play some golf today. This beautiful Sunday morning uh, on the tee right here on 98.7 ESPN.
2: The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, seventeen percent alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
0: This is on the T with Anita Marks.
1: Welcome back to ninety-eight point seven ESPN on the T, and Keith Stewart joins us now. You can see him uh, all over with read the line whether it's radio tv right here on 98.7 espn so uh keith great to have you back on i was off last week so i feel like we haven't spoken in, in in a hot second so we didn't have a chance to uh to recap the open um your your thoughts how the open all played out
0: well i tell you it's um It certainly wasn't exciting on Sunday, but those first 36 holes really told a story. I mean, congratulations to Brian Harmon. Talk about a guy whose career, when he was a junior, who won everything, Anita, back in the day. This is like early 2000s. He was, you know, won the USGA Junior. I mean, the the guy was unstoppable. And 300-plus PGA Tour events, he hasn't quite reached everyone's expectations, and now he has a major, and he won by five. And I think he did one of the most impressive things that you can do in all of golf, and that is sit on a lead of five strokes or four strokes for a couple of nights, not just one night, but two nights, and then pull it off. So uh, I think that's probably a pretty good segue to, I don't know, the 3M and this weekend?
1: Absolutely. So now uh, we are in the Twin Cities, TBC Twin Cities, Minnesota, as a lot of people like to pronounce it. And, uh, and Lee Hodges at the top leaderboard at 20 under. He's gone wire to wire since day one, started on Thursday with a one-shot lead. Now he heads into, uh, I said started on Thursday with a one-shot lead, now heads into Sunday with a five-shot lead. And uh, golf gives him a 78.4% chance of winning. Your thoughts on how Lee's been performing uh, this week?
0: I mean, he's been incredibly you know, impressive. There's no doubt about that. I mean, he's up at the top of the board in strokes gained approach, which has led to so many scoring chances and why he's 20 under par. Uh, he, I mean, he has a scoring record right now. He just broke Scott Pierce's 54-hole scoring record by two strokes going into the final round. And, you know, yesterday when it seemed like the pressure might kind of get to him a little bit, I mean, he closed with thinking, what, five birdies in his last nine holes? I mean, the, the guy is solid right now. And the categories that you want to see him be good at: um, putting and approach. I mean, he's top three in both.
1: Yeah. So first in strokes gained total, um, as well as uh, tee to green. Second in approach. Third in putting uh, for for the first three days. So heading in, obviously his game is on point. However, let's go back to last year. Last year, you mentioned Scott Piercy, right? Five shot lead on Sunday, but shot a seventy six. Um, so, uh, and, and as we know, at still looking for his first win. So you got to think that, you know, nerves are going to be a factor, even though he did speak to the media yesterday after his third round and said, I'm not nervous. I'm going to sleep fine tonight. I'm going to go out with my wife. We'll grab a nice dinner. Um, you know, he's, he's 74th right now in the FedEx cup point standing. So it's, it's not like he feels like that extra pressure there as well. Um, so uh, your 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 thoughts on, you know, Hodges and and what you think mindset-wise coming in, especially after what we saw happen last year, and Tony Finau is lurking. He's only six shots back.
0: Well, I tell you, you, you got to dig into last year to really understand what took place and the drama and everything. I mean, this golf course is so much fun to watch. It's a shame that it falls into place on the calendar, and maybe with the new you know, top 70 cut for FedEx cut points, um, you know, with the likes of JT and some other guys really making a push this week, it gets more, you know, it kind of gets uh, a little bit more fanfare amongst the media, but uh, you know, 15 of 18 holes have water on them. I mean, there's trouble lurking everywhere. You can make a double bogey in a heartbeat and this is not a major championship golf course. Scott Piercy shot 76 last year in the final round and Mm -hmm. he was even par after nine holes. He shot 41 on the back with a triple on 14, and then Tony Finau just jumped up. And and Finau, if you remember, on 17, he hit it off the the grandstands and got super lucky just to win there. I mean, all sorts of crazy things are going to happen coming down the stretch today. And if Lee Hodges, who's only had one other 54-hole lead, which was the 2022 Amex, can pull this thing off, and he didn't pull that one off. So if he could pull it off, hey, kudos to him. But um, he's lying if he's saying he's not thinking about all of this when he's going to have dinner with his wife. I mean, they're talking about it. It's This is a life-changing event. And, you know, him being at 74, yes, he's going to get into the top 70 and he'll make the playoffs. But if, if he were to win, he gets in the top 35, and then now all of a sudden he's guaranteed almost two playoff you know, starts. That, that's that's career-changing to a guy like Lee Hodges. So there's a lot of the line today, and, and I think it's going to be –
1: Tremendously entertaining. So Hodges started off uh, 110 to 1. He's now sitting at minus 300, minus 350. Obviously, uh, not great odds there, right? Uh, Tony Fino, again, lurking at 8 to 1. And we saw him do it last year. Again, we just talked about him catching up to Scott Piercy. Uh, JT Poston, uh, he is five shots back. He's plus 650. Uh, so, uh, you know, j- just based on, on, you know, just odds alone, I-, I might throw some coin on Tony Finau to possibly do it again. Data Golf gives him a 6.8% chance of winning at eight to one. Well, why not? I'll throw 10 bucks on that.
0: I mean, I, I can't argue with you there. Um, Tony's shown a propensity for playing well at places where uh, he's comfortable and uh, he hasn't been comfortable a lot lately, but boy, he show, sure, sure showed up this week, um, you know, Full transparency, I have JT Poston pre-tournament at fifty to one. Nice. So I, I, I'm sitting in, a, yeah. So I'm sitting in a good spot there to read the lines. So, um, you know, I, I'm looking at one of those fun markets, Anita, like winner without. So at this point, Lee Hodges should win. You know, Data Golf eighty percent chance to win, seventy eight percent chance to win. But if you could get two to one on out as a winner without, just to come in second place, I mean, versus eight to one that he has to take down a five shot lead. Um, To me, that makes a lot of sense. So, uh, you know, depends how you want to play it out. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm certainly not against $10 on either Poston or now at this point to come and get him.
1: There's some matchups that I'm going to play. Billy Horschel, um, he is right now uh, 119th in regard to the points race, So uh, he needs to be firing at that stick today. Uh, I got him finishing in the top five at plus 240. I also like him over Streelman today and you could get that at even money. And I'm fading Sam Ryder. Um, you know he's uh, he's he's right now sitting at 69. So part of me is saying that you know he's going to play it safe. He's losing strokes in approach. and I think Keith Mitchell needs to again, very similar a guy who needs to come out and uh, and, and needs to be firing at the sticks. You can get Keith Mitchell at minus 145. Uh, he's fourth in putting six in strokes game total. So I've got Mitchell over Ryder. I've got Horschel over Streelman. Uh, any interest in playing those matchups?
0: So yesterday I played Streelman over Horschel and Streelman had him and he dunked it on 17. So right now there's, I mean, by all means I could get on Billy Horschel because Kevin Streelman's blacklisted. I mean, <laughs> you, can't, you can't be, a, you can't be in a position like that with one hole to go and a par five. And a one shot lead and put it in the water short on a par three. I mean, everyone was hitting that ball long. Even Billy hit it long in the bunker and had a beautiful bunker shot, but he ended up bogging it. But still, I mean, Kevin, what are you doing to me? You know, um, as far as matchup goes, I like Doug Gim today over Ben Griffin. And I like Kevin Yu to continue to play well and sneak inside a top 10. Uh, you can get him in that like plus 165 zone. Uh, Kevin Yu shot 29 on the front nine yesterday. Yeah, he had a couple stumbles coming in. But that's his second 29 in a couple events. He shot 29 on the front nine at Travelers a couple weeks ago. So Kevin Yu is one of those guys that really drives the golf ball well. And, you know, he's been playing well. So for him to slide right there into a top 10, those are two of the things that I'm looking at today for sure.
1: Again, Keith Stewart joining us here uh, from Read the Line. Uh, Let's look big picture Things that are on the horizon in regards to the schedule. And of course, we're, we've been talking about the FedEx Cup point standings uh, because that is right around the, the, the corner here, right? So as we know, FedEx Cup, top 70, BMW, top 50, and of course, the uh, the Tour Championship, top 30. And then whoever does win that, $18 million. Um, so with that being said, heading in, uh, looking ahead, you know, based on, on, on the standings and whatnot, who, who do you have your eye on right now?
0: Well, I tell you, it's it's interesting. People think that these FedEx cup, cup points just they're just handed out, you know, like food stamps or something. I mean, it's unbelievable because you, you take a guy like Aaron Badley, who's sitting there in the top five, or you mentioned uh, Billy Horschel. You know, these guys are over a hundred on the FedEx Cup points, and they still won't get in the top seventy with a strong finish here. You know, it, they're just Aaron Baddeley is going to go up twenty five points, and he'll only get to eighty fourth from one hundred nine. I mean. So at the end of the day, I mean, these guys—Streelman's another one—they have to play really well this week and next week. And you know, there's a certain guy that we all need to talk about for for a lot of macro reasons, right? It is uh, JT? He misses the cut this week, and he's going to drop in the points. And he was already outside the top 70. So how can this guy make you know build a Ryder Cup campaign when his last week? Is probably going to be next week at the Wyndham. Unless he finishes probably top five or top three, he's not going to be able to work his way into the playoffs, and then he'll be done. So, uh,
1: so, so how does how does that so how does that relate to, to how you're how you're playing any type of odds or placing a bet? Is that mean you're, are you fading, Jade? Like, what are you? How are you going to equate that? Well,
0: as far as JT goes, I mean, if he doesn't, if, I mean, what are we betting whether or not he makes the Ryder Cup team? Well, I'm just, say, I'm just playoffs.
1: saying that you know, like, I, I guess my question to you is FedEx Cup standings. You know, there's there's futures bets out there right now. Who are, who are you looking at to 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 win the FedEx Cup um, based on the points? Oh. And so, I, like, so for example, like, I, I'm pretty high on Wyndham Clark. I, I love the season that he's had so far. Um you know, so I guess that was my question to you is, is, you know, are there any futures bets right now in regard to the FedEx Cup standings and who you think is going to walk away with the $18 million?
0: Oh, I mean, that's a great question. And one that if you're looking at the top of the board, uh, you go Rom, Scheffler, Rory. Uh, I, I don't think I would I would go with Max to win the FedEx Cup. Wyndham Clark, certainly when you start to look at the, the golf courses they're going to play. Memphis, then Olympia Fields in Chicago. Remember the BMW moves around and then they're gonna to go to the tour championship. Uh certainly you know, a guy there that you have to have your eye on. I mean, look at the, the golf courses, the ballparks he's already won on. You know, Quail Hollow, you know, very similar to those style of golf courses, and then of course that he won a US Open, which, you know, is the ultimate test. Uh can you go against Rory repeating um after the ball striking that he's shown over the last couple of months? And then, of course, there's Mr. Scheffler. Does, does Scheffler you know, show a little bit of a chip on his shoulder after last year? He should have won the FedEx Cup, and Rory took it away from him. you got to remember, Rory started last year's tour championship with a triple bogey, and then he came back, and he was a couple shots behind Scheffler on the final round, and he stared him down, and he won it. And Scotty had to take that. Um, I would love to see a repeat of that showdown. And um, it, it, it would be cool if somebody like a Georgia guy like Brian Harmon was relevant in Georgia, at East Lake, and of course, you know Wyndham Clark is probably one of the best stories of the year, if not Brian Harmon. And um, if either one of them were to make a run at the FedEx Cup, uh, it would be extremely compelling.
1: Anita, um, always great to have you on, Keith. Really do appreciate your time. Uh, good luck today, and uh, and hopefully we'll talk to you next week.
0: Best of luck to everyone that's listening right now, and first and foremost, you, Anita, and get some rest. Football's coming. Yeah.
1: Who are you talking to? Uh, Keith Stewart joining us from read the line. All right. uh, Still have a lot more coming your way. Nita Marks with you. It is on the T here at 98.7 ESPN.
4: With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast.
2: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: This is On the Tee with Anita Marks.
1: Again, it is On the Tee here on 98.7 ESPN. Brought to you by Galloping Hill Golf Course. Um, Also brought to you by Skyway Golf Course, which just FYI, I had a, had a tournament, my, my golf tournament that was scheduled in July. Unfortunately, uh, weather conditions were not conducive, so uh, so we reschedule it for August 16th at Skyway Golf Course. Uh, foursomes, uh, best top two scores. Um, we will play a full 18. If you are interested in uh, in getting a foursome into that tournament. Uh, by all means, please uh, reach out to Skyway, 201-763-7520, 201-763-7520. Uh, give them a call, let them know that you're interested, and um, and hopefully, I, I do believe we still have some foursomes that are available. Um, also, a leaderboard update brought to you by Glenn Fitch. and as we've been talking about all show long, Lee Hodges the top leaderboard 20 under five shot lead over JT post and six shot lead over Tony Finau. Um, you got Streelman, you got Billy Horschel. I think really it's going to come down to either JT or Tony Finau getting after Hodges. Um, if he doesn't wet the bed. Okay. Uh, also my, uh, my picks brought to you by Ryan Reynolds, aviation, Gen. uh, The Hodges, as I said, opened up at 110 to one. Right now he's at minus 300, minus 350 in some places. Just too much juice for me. I'm going to throw some coin on Tony Finau at eight to one. Why not? Right? He did it last year, coming back five under, um, five shots back, I should say, of Scott Piercy. Of course, Scott Piercy giving him some help shooting a 76. Um, But nonetheless, uh, at eight to one, I'm just going to throw a little coin on him. Probably my favorite bet is for Billy Horshel to he's 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 tied for fifth right now. My favorite bet is for him to remain in the top five. And you can get that at plus 240. I, I think he he really needs to uh, to to have a great round and, uh, and and stay in the top five, if not move up. For those FedEx Cup point standings, so I think he's really going to be firing at the stick today. I also like his matchup over Streelman at even money, and another matchup that I like is on fading Sam Ryder, who's right now 69th in the FedEx Cup point standings, and I think he's just going to play it safe in a very conservative round of golf today. Also, he's uh, negative strokes gained in approach. I like Keith Mitchell to have a better fourth round than Sam Ryder at minus 145. Again, my picks today, brought to you by Ryan Reynolds Aviation Gin, a smoother, more refined gin, Aviation Gin, and Diago spirits remind you to please drink responsibly. Uh, some other news and notes out there for you before we end on the tea and start uh, the Anita Mark show. That would be me. Of course, we're going to start talking about Max Scherzer and that trade that went down with the Rangers. Um, uh, weather this week. Besides today, which is just absolutely gorgeous. Hopefully you are planning on playing some golf today. Uh, This week, lows are supposed to be in the 60s at night and 80s during the day. Is this unbelievable that this is the end of July, beginning of August, and these are weather conditions? Uh, Thursday, you've got a 30% chance of rain. Friday, you've got a 50% chance of rain. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is supposed to be absolutely gorgeous. Make sure you get out there. So, uh, so there's that, um, everybody, I want to thank you so much for, for tuning in to on the T really do appreciate it. I want to thank John Mesgary uh, for joining us and, um, and, and Keith Stewart as well. Uh, we come back, we'll kick off the Anita Mark show right here on 98.7 ESPN.